0: Because great leaders will produce great results.
1: Welcome to this podcast today. This is Steve Schallenberger with Becoming Your Best. And this is one of the most important podcasts that I've done. Uh, The subject today is on defying Aging (laughs) or Health and Longevity and Becoming Your Best and how these come together. So we welcome each one of you today. I'm going to focus really on principle number 11 of the 12 principles of highly successful leaders from Becoming Your Best, and that is live in peace and balance. Now, there is a direct correlation to living in peace and balance and defying aging, health, and gaining greater longevity. Now, There's good news and bad news, so which one do you want first? (laughs) All right, well let's take the bad news and get it out of the way. I love the old song, The Old Great Mare ain't what she used to be, ain't what she used to be. (laughs) Well, from 50 years on, here's the bad news, your brain loses 0.5% of its mass or capacity every year from that point, and it continues to decline. And this has a direct correlation as our brain decreases uh, in size, particularly our hippocampus. And we're going to talk about this a bit later, uh, which is the gateway to the rest of the brain. And as it does, then health can deteriorate in other ways as well. Now, if certain conditions exist, that uh, decrease in the size or capacity of our brain, particularly in the hippocampus, can be 5 to 20% can be huge that's the bad news that's the physiology of things and then of course there may be a predisposition to certain diseases but also lifestyle has a tremendous impact maybe as much as 70 percent in some cases of course there are exceptions to that so all right so that's the bad news (laughs) what's the good news The good news is you can actually grow the size or capacity of your brain from age 50 on. And uh, this can be done by certain things that you do. You literally can defy aging by certain things that that you do. And this is the good news. So this is at the heart of living in peace and balance. And although uh, principle number 11 of the 12 principles of highly successful Leaders is very important. I wish to reemphasize that although each one of the 12 principles is critical to our success, both on the short-term and long-term, alone, they are insufficient to help you become your best in your personal life, with your teams and relationships, and with your organizations that you lead. The greatest result comes to you when these 12 principles work together. And they create a rare chemistry of excellence. It's like a secret formula that produces an extraordinary and remarkable and sustainable result. So today, as we focus on number 11, I wish to share with you experiences that I've had with four individuals that have changed my life And hopefully some of this information will be helpful and impactful for you. The first one actually took place 30 years ago with the Dr. Russell Jaffe, an amazing uh, researcher, MD, and he talked about the parasympathetic nervous system and the sympathetic nervous system. Now, let me just give a very brief background on this. The sympathetic nervous system is one of the three main divisions of the autonomic nervous system that we have, that every single one of you has and I have. So uh, here is the uh, impact of each one. The autonomic primary process of the sympathetic nervous system is to stimulate the body's fight-or-flight response. In other words, it's a sympathetic nervous system that, bang, when you need to do something, it kicks in. Now, what's interesting is some people are in a constant crisis mode, or they have an endless list of to-do things, and, and the stress is very high in their life, and so they're always using this sympathetic nervous system, which, if you do not regenerate your body's capacity... To use this battery, if you will, this high-energy battery, then it can end in ill health, a nervous breakdown, etc. And so that's where the parasympathetic system comes in. And this is the one that stimulates your body to feed and breathe and and to rest and digest, to recharge itself, if you will. And so both of these in balance, your sympathetic nervous system, parasympathetic nervous system, are important to your long-term health. So being aware of that, what are the things that you can do to recharge your parasympathetic system? Well, it really comes down to rest and meditation is what Dr. Jaffe taught us at a YPO university some 30 or 35 years ago. He actually had us, the attendees, it was a closed session. And so there were about 50 uh, individuals that were able to attend He actually took us through a meditation process. Uh, We laid on the ground. We closed our eyes. We got into a relaxation state and then went into our inner selves is what he described. And this is all based on huge research, medical research and psychological research as well. And when you arrived at this inner self, he'd have you go to one of three places in this total state of meditation Relaxation of your inner healer, your inner self awareness, or your inner counselor. And there you take the concern that you have. And in this state, this peaceful state, you have a chance to find peace and resolution ideas. Oh my goodness, it's one of the most amazing things that I'd ever done. We didn't take long in this state really, 5, 10, 15 minutes and we were back out, but the result was uh, really quite extraordinary. Uh, We're going to talk more of uh, experience with three other individuals that actually builds into this, but the basic idea here is that it's important that we take time to build our parasympathetic system, to recharge ourselves so that we have great capacity at the sympathetic nervous system. When it needs to kick in, we're ready. And this is what preserves us over the long term. So this is experience number one. Now experience number two happened just a couple of months ago, and these all of these last three are all recent, just in the last 60 days, and what an extraordinary experience for me. Uh, I had the chance at a, what is called a, a retreat, a forum retreat, and with the friends, my forum mates who are amazing people, we had Dr. Mao Shing ni come in who is from uh, Santa Monica, California. He is a 37th generation from his family healer, if you will. His dad is currently 101, very, really terrific health and Dr. Mao shared with us his ideas, suggestions and experience how he's treating his patients and his background he's both an MD, researcher and and studying in eastern medicine. So I love uh his background. And so here are some of the things that Dr. Mao talked about of how to extend our longevity, how to maximize our health. And I'm going to share a book from Dr. Mao in just a moment. Here are just a few of the tips. Uh, I have like notes of 30 things that one could do to increase, to live in peace and balance, to increase their health, their longevity. So here you go, a few ideas. And some of these you'll be able to find in his book that I give at the end of number two here, and that is don't drink water or liquids three hours before going to bed. And this will help improve your sleep, and sleep is critical for long-term health. Uh, I love the other thing that he recommended to us, and that is uh, to try to fast every single day, uh, 12 to 14 hours, so from your last meal at night till your first meal at, in morning, because Uh, eating creates a a major stress on the body. Uh, His recommendation on this, on the eating, and I'll go a little bit further of this, is to stop eating before you get full. So overeating puts huge stress on our bodies and fasting uh, 12 to 14 hours allows our bodies to reset. Great recommendation. Here are a few other just kind of going right down the list of these things is to uh, use sunscreen. These are all things that extend our longevity. And if you go on Dr. Mao's website, you can actually take a little assessment, a health assessment of longevity. This is what we are given the opportunity to do. And there's certain things that you can do that extend that longevity. He actually gave us through algorithms that he has developed, health algorithms Uh, how long each of us would would live under our current living habits, if you will. (laughs) And then these are things that we could do to extend that longevity and health. Uh, Here's another one, eat regular versus irregular meals with a focus on getting proteins from a plant-based diet. So beans, legumes, nuts, seeds, things like that. Nuts and seeds will give you four and a half more years of life. Uh, he recommended Dr. Mao that eat meat sparingly. Here's another one that I really liked. Enjoy going with the flow on things. So maximize the efficiency of the energy you use to get the best outcomes. And we, by maximizing the flow of your energy with others' energy to accomplish successful outcomes, this gives you a more relaxed and focused attention on things. Uh, especially avoid the obs- uh, obsessive drive to accomplish something. <laughs> this is a little hard to balance sometimes. So uh, it's it's learning to get into the flow of your greatest energy. And uh, And I would add, when we say live in peace and balance, that we avoid things that create conflict and stress in our lives, that we do what we can to effectively resolve those. Rob and I just finished a series, a podcast on the transformation challenge. That's exactly what that's designed to do is to focus this uh, getting into the flow of a healthy way of solving problems and resolving conflict. Here's another one of Dr. Mao's recommendations. Focus on both the journey and end destination. Enjoy the journey. Here's another one that he shared an experience. He talked about a very successful friend of his who set a goal at 27 to be financially independent by 30. And so he set the goal and he was well into it. He gave everything he had to make this happen and he was achieving his goal, but he had a major breakdown when he is 30. So we want to be thoughtful in our goals. Uh, you know, what is our life's purpose? Make it meaningful. Make it balanced so that we can retain our health and our energy, our longevity, our happiness. And these things then can be manifest in a vision. Here's just a couple of others that are terrific. Uh, Smoothies are great for our health. Okay, so especially using plenty of fiber. Grapes with skin, pineapple, kale, spinach, these are all very healthy. As uh, Dr. Mao talked about brain health, according to some significant longevity research, reading books will extend your life by three years. So just think of these two tips that we've given right there. Uh, that's seven years increased longevity. These are wonderful. Uh, of course, regular visits to your doctor, uh, paying particular attention to certain of your stats that affect that that can be a predictor of your health. Uh, here is another one uh, that he talked about. And we, we will see this as a recurring theme, and then I'd like to make a point of this in a moment. Uh, Dr. Mao asked, is there a target recipient that you desire to make a difference with? Uh, children or sick children, a disease, your family, entrepreneurs, people trying to trying to help people improve. These are all great ideas. Now, I've just hit a very quick list, high point of some of the ones that... Uh, I liked out of the much larger list that I had. So uh, Dr. Mao Xing-Ni wrote a book called Live Your Ultimate Life. Uh, So you can find this book on Amazon. I highly recommend it. He's an outstanding individual. The third out of the fourth person that I'd like to talk about is Dr. Oz. Uh, I had the opportunity to be together with him about a month and a half ago. Uh, And in summary, he talked about this very same subject and discussed what are the biggest five life adjustments that you can have that will help us have increased health and greater longevity. And he pointed out that we control more than 70% of how well and how long we live. Uh, Here are the five things, five life adjustments Dr. Oz recommended. Number one is to keep your blood pressure at a reasonable level. Uh, Ideal is 115 over 75. So there you go. Uh, Number two is exercise 30 minutes daily. Number three, a healthy diet that's easy to love. Okay, in other words, uh, very much like uh, some of these others that we've just heard, it's a healthy diet that's easy to love, that you can enjoy over a long period of time. Number four is to stress control and sleep. Uh, each one of these is important. We've alluded to them a little bit here. Uh, Dr. Oz has re emphasized this to uh, control our stress and the amount of sleep that we have. And then number five is to curtail our addictions. <laughs> Not always easy to do, uh, but whether it's sugar uh, or any other type of addiction, whether it's drug or alcohol or or tobacco, all of these things have a very significant impact, and we can control them. Uh, These can add to greater health. Uh, He finished off Dr. Oz with just a couple of thoughts. Uh, One is secret to doing these five things is automation. So success is forgetting that you're actually on a program. Uh, Get these things in sight and then make them a habit. And train your autopilot in two weeks. (laughs) He said if you can really get after these things in two weeks with an intense focus, they start becoming an autopilot more natural. And the last point that Dr. Oz uh, finished with is that your heart needs a reason to keep beating I love that perspective. He's really talking about purpose of uh, doing things good, of being with others. At the end of the day, our relationships with our family, our friends, and making a difference in this world. These are all of the things that are really at the heart that allows it to keep beating over a long period of time, the social aspect of our lives, relationships. Okay, well, there's three out of the four. Okay, well, we've had fun so far in this podcast talking about things that you can do to uh, defy aging uh, and your longevity and health. So what can you do to really make these things a part of your life? Well, one of the recommendations I have and that I found is that when people are living the 12 principles of highly successful leaders, uh, in other words, the principles of becoming your best These are the results. It's a predictable result that you'll have greater happiness, that you'll defy aging. But it'll help you, of course, in all of the areas of your life as a leader. But particularly since we're talking about this today, there's a huge correlation. And and these 12 principles are based on 40 years of research. And so as I listened and studied more about health, defying aging... Uh, longevity. The more I realize that learning about mastering and sharing with others these twelve principles helps one achieve that goal—to defy aging, to have greater health and longevity. And so, whether it's Dr. Jaffe, Dr. Mao, Dr. Oz, or the next one to come after this little break, Dr. Fortuhi, uh, or and others, the research is deep and sh- solid. So the 12 Principles of Highly Successful Leaders allows you to do this, to put into practice the things that they teach and talk about. Uh, we're going to uh, hear from doc- about Dr. Fortuhi next. He states, practice makes cortex. <laughs> well, how true. And so one of the greatest things you, you can do, actions you can take right now, is to invest in a Becoming Your Best book. You can get this on Amazon through our website, becomingyourbest.com. But this is an investment that can change your life. And so not only does it help as a leader to be a highly successful leader, but one of the impacts, the predictable results is improved health, uh, improved longevity. And the more I listen to these individuals, I just thought to myself, if someone is working on the 12 principles, this is the default of what will happen. Simplicity does not mean superficiality. In other words, these things are not superficial in any way. They run deep in our lives. Okay, well, let's get back to our podcast and finish up with my experience with Dr. Fortuhi. Recently, just about 10 days ago, I returned from Singapore where I had the opportunity to meet Dr. Majid Fortuhi. Uh, now, what an amazing fellow. Uh, he went to medical school at Harvard Business, at Harvard Medical School. That's where he had his medical training. Uh, He was a refugee from uh, Iran in his uh, early youth and finally made his way to his passion, which is to help people and and in the medical field. While he was a student at Harvard Medical School, uh, as a junior, they actually asked him to be part of the staff. Uh, His focus was Neuroscience, and today he is uh, associated with John Hopkins uh, Medical Center and continues to teach at Harvard Business School. He was a great resource here at the Global Leadership Conference that we attended. Uh, in essence, uh, he is the one that really talked about this whole idea of the good news, bad news, and talked about the brain and the health of the brain. And essentially, he talked about the cortex. Uh, as he held up a brain, and he said the cortex is the key to long-term memory. And then he showed us the hippocampus, and that the hippocampus actually can be observed. You can take pictures of it uh, through a scan and look at the size of it. You can actually see this, and a healthy hippocampus literally affects the success of the brain. the brain in all areas so you can grow your hippocampus it can be reduced in size or grown in size and this is the gateway if you will to the cortex and it also consolidates information and deletes what's unnecessary now this is where Dr. Fortuhi indicated that from 50 years old on the brain reduces in size about 5.5 percent and continues until we die that was the bad news. Uh, and there are certain things that contribute to reducing the size of the hippocampus and then, therefore, contributing to our ultimate bad health and demise. Uh, so, for example, here are some of the factors that really cause our brain to reduce its capacity and health and, and uh, size, and this is directly related to the size of the hippocampus. Uh, here are some of the factors that he... Indicator will affect this and can magnify the decrease uh, of of the size of of the hippocampus uh, from the age 50 on or even earlier than that. Diabetes does, obesity, sleep apnea, head trauma, and this is why uh, being so uh, preventative and thoughtful in terms of uh, sports that may create head trauma is important. Depression, stress, and Alzheimer's disease. All of these things affect our hippocampus and uh, literally affects who we are. And the good news is we can grow our brains. And so what are the things that you and I can do to grow our brain? This is a physiological thing. It can be measured. So here are the things that he suggested that we can do. Number one is to get fit and have regular healthy exercise. Number two is a Mediterranean-type diet. Number three, omega-3 supplements and a certain type that we would use. Next, learn new things, uh, whether it's learn a language uh, or uh, learn how to play golf. All of these things show that it increases the size of the hippocampus. Next, sleep well. Next, there's two more, is meditate. And the last one that Dr. Fortuhi recommended is have a purpose. And by the time that he finished his lecture, that is when I sat back and I said, if a person literally is working on these 12 principles, these things are the result. So let's just think about these. If they're part of your vision, in other words, I am a fit individual. I live a happy and fit life. How about this one? I eat a healthy diet. These are all things that can be part of a vision. I actively learn. I'm a voracious learner. I take time to sleep well. Uh, In 4% of the cases, it's been demonstrated individuals can live on 4 hours or less of sleep. Well, that is... If the other 96% of the population try to do that, then they are going to get sick. And so all four of these individuals indicated sleep is a critical part of our health. Uh, Seven to eight hours of sleep a day. Whatever you need, You'll, you'll get the feel of it, but you'll feel a certain way. And then you'll be able to receive the benefit. So that's part of our vision. I take time to take care of my body. I meditate and I have a purpose. So as you develop your vision, this is lead with the vision, principle number two of becoming your best. Principle number three is I manage with a plan. I have smart goals for this year, for every year in the future, but this year around my various roles, self, a spouse or a partner, a parent, professional, uh, civic or service to others. So... These are examples of roles. What's the most important thing you can do this year? And how about in this area? Well, personal is, I take time for exercise. I sleep seven to eight hours of sleep a night. These are specific, smart goals. And then to bring it all down where the rubber meets the road, it's pre-week planning. In other words, principle number four is to prioritize your time. Well, how do you do that? Well, one of the best ways we've discovered is through... This tool or process of pre-week planning, taking a few minutes during the weekend and then thinking in terms of your roles as you look at this next week and what actions can you take are the things that matter most. And then you blend this in with your calendar in a way that you're able to achieve these things. And this is how it becomes a reality. So i have just given an example of three things that you can do from these 12 principles that we're reminded of it in principle 11, live in peace and balance. So that's what this podcast has been about today. These four experiences that I've had with Dr. Jaffe, with Dr. Mao, wonderful individual, Dr. Oz, so amazing. He is willing to give all of these thoughts free that I talked about with Dr. Oz on his website. And then, of course, here, Dr. Fotuhi, you can go to YouTube and see some of his clips. They're inspiring. Uh, they're so encouraging. They give you hope. And last of all, however, are there are things that you can specifically do. And one of those is invest in becoming your best, the 12 Principles of Highly Successful Leaders. Just systematically go through them. Work on one a week. It's really that simple. And as you apply them, You develop your own personal vision. Now you become directed from within, not so much from without. And you have a very specific focus. And your mind now is filled with the things that create this type of success. And then pre-week planning. So these are a few things that you can do. Dr. Fotuhi, wow, great. So clear about this. So enjoyed having that. So these are a few ideas of things that you can do to defy aging, to improve your health and your longevity. This is Steve Schallenberger with Becoming Your Best, wishing you a great day and also reminding each one of you and I that you can make a difference in your life and the lives of others as you do these things. Thank you and have a great day.
0: Thank you for listening. Would you like help to apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders in your life, in your family, or in your organization? Call us today at 888-690-8764 to speak with a helpful representative to evaluate your situation and how we can help. Or you can visit becomingyourbest.com. Whether it's a corporate training event, keynote, workshop, trainer certification, or personal coaching, It would be our pleasure to serve your needs. Once again, call 888-690-8764 or visit becomingyourbest.com today.